This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I am Meryl van der Merwe, your show host, and today we're going to be talking about homeschooling with Google Docs. If you are new to the Google Drive apps, I would suggest that you go and listen to episodes 2 and 3 of this podcast, um, as that will give you some context to what I will be saying today. Google Docs is obviously a word processing program and it is one that I find myself using more and more because of its features. The feature I like most about Google Docs is that you can collaborate easily with other people. Everybody who is working on the same Google Doc, if you share it with others, has the latest version automatically. You're not having to email different versions between people and you're not sure who has the latest one. This is particularly true if there are more than just two people involved. You can be working on a document at the same time. Now, whether you're working on this with perhaps some other adults or even with your children, perhaps you're planning vacation together, you can see what everybody has put in. You're all working together on one document. Once you have given somebody access, as I said before, you do not have to constantly be sending the same file to that person and then them sending it back to you, but you all just have it there available in the cloud. But apart from just using it uh, to collaborate when you're trying to perhaps plan something or perhaps write some document together, I think it is great to use in your homeschool with your children. I, in the final years of homeschooling, got my children to submit all their work to me through Google Docs. I wanted them to actually work online to type it, which for one thing I could then actually read. I didn't have to be dealing with their handwriting, but they would type it up on Google Docs and then share that with me. Now, there are a few reasons apart from just it being more legible as to why this would be a good idea. The first reason is when they get to college, when they go out into the workplace, This is how they will be operating. They will not be doing something written by hand and then giving it to someone else, but they will be submitting work online and they will be needing to type up their answers. So as soon as your children can actually start to type, I would suggest you introduce this in a small way at least into your homeschool. I'm not saying they need to type everything. I'm not saying that you don't still teach handwriting, but I do think this needs to be part of what you teach them so that they get used to working uh, and, and typing. Now, Google Docs is easy to use. So it is the perfect first word processing program to be using with your children. It saves automatically. So especially as children are just getting used to the whole idea of typing and putting the words onto a screen instead of onto paper, they don't have to be worrying about hitting file save as, as I had to when I first learned. But it will just happen automatically for them. If they by mistake delete everything they have typed, which they are sure to do at some point, 
they can just simply go back. You can show them how to go back and find a previous version and show them that they have not just deleted everything they have done. And this can really prevent a lot of uh, trauma in those first years of learning to type and, and use documents instead of paper. The thing I like though most about Google Docs is that you can easily sit and comment on what your children have written. So your child writes an essay. They then click on the share and give you access to their document. So whether this is a, a grade two version of an essay or whether this is a high schooler turning in a paper to you, they just then share it and you immediately have access. You then go on to it and realize that they perhaps need to move things around, they need to add in more detail, whatever you want. Highlight the area that you think needs changing and you will automatically be given the option to comment. You can go and make your comments, as many as you need, and your child then can see what you have commented. They can then go back, make those changes that you've suggested. You can go again, make more comments and so on until you feel that they have completed it to the best of their ability or to a level that you're willing to accept. It made such a difference to me to be able to do that. It meant that I, for instance, had to go and visit my mother when she got ill and I could sit there in England and I could grade my children's work back in America. They were just sending me the Google Doc. I was making comments and sending it straight back while well, they were just automatically getting it and they could see what they needed to change. So how are you going to go about teaching your children to use uh, Google Docs? Well, the easiest thing I think to do is just to go onto Google Docs and start clicking away. Because it is a simple uh, word processor, there aren't as many options as some of the more powerful ones. So you can really just go through the menu and try and see what happens. However, if you feel that you need more formal training, the sponsor of this episode, Funder Funder Academy, does offer two different ways that your children could learn to use the Google Drive apps. Firstly, uh, they have a computer applications class that is two semesters. I teach both of them, actually. Um, and th that is a full credit for high schoolers but seventh and eighth graders can take it too. And that will teach a variety of Google applications, uh, not just Google applications, but just computer applications and also about digital literacy. If you want something a little uh, shorter than that, we also have a Google Drive unit study that is self-paced and uh, there are four modules and one of those modules does teach Google Docs. Um, this one can be used by 6th through 12th graders, but perhaps even you know 4th and 5th graders with some parental help should be able to use it as well. So now let's look at some of the features of Google Docs that I like, apart from the ones that I've already mentioned. Um, if you go under File, you will see that you can save a Google Doc in a variety of formats. So if somebody else asks for it in a Word document, or if you're told that you need it as a PDF, no problem. You can start your work in Google Docs and then save it in the format that somebody might need it. Another cool feature is under edit, there is find and replace. So if you suddenly realize you typed Copenhagen as the city throughout some report and it should actually have been Helsinki, you can simply find every instance of Copenhagen and replace it. Then under insert, 
you will find that you can insert images, tables, and charts. So you can put graphic elements into the document. However, I will just say, Google Docs is not great if you want to do something that is heavy with graphics. The formatting just isn't there. So rather use Google Slides, which we will come to in a later episode, to do anything that has a lot of graphics. And if you want to um, be able to move things around, particularly with graphics involved, this, this is not for that. Um, but if you're just writing a report and you need to add in some images and, and some charts perhaps, then it does work really well. Also under insert, you'll find headers and footers. If you want to put a page number on every page, or if you want to have um, the same phrase at the top or the bottom of every page, it's easy to do that. Then under format, you can have columns. And uh, I've used this from time to time for a variety of things. And it's just a nice little feature to be able to use. Now I get into some of my favorites. Under tools, you have voice to text. If you have a child who struggles for whatever reason, whether it's learning disabilities or they're just young, um, or even if you yourself find yourself to be somewhere where you can't actually be texting, maybe you're driving and you have the Google Doc app on your phone, you can use voice to text and speak and it will write it down in text. It's not perfect. You're going to have to go back and do some editing, but it is a good way to start. And this might be really helpful for young children or those for learning disabilities to be able to get their words down without having to worry about getting spelling, etc. correct. Which brings us to the next thing, also under tools, is spelling. And so you can do a spell check and that you can teach your children to do this because they should never be submitting to you or to another teacher. They should never be submitting something that has not been spell checked. Then you will find that often, particularly when it comes to doing uh, essays for college applications or short paragraphs for college applications, students will be told you can use 200 words and of course under tools you have a word count so if there is some kind of a limit whether you give your children a limit or as I say if they're doing a contest or um, something else they're submitting this is an easy way for them to check their word count under add-ons this is also these are all from the top menu now these are all top menu items I'm going through you should find if you have the uh, latest version you should find an add-on in there already called easy bib this is a way to create a bibliography for a research paper. In the past, my children would have to go out and they did also use EasyBib actually. They would find EasyBib, put the information in and it would generate the citation for them. But now you can do this all within Google Docs itself, which is fantastic. So um, they can just take the books or the uh, online websites, whatever it is that they have used for their research paper and automatically create that citation. Also under add-ons, you will see that you can search through and add anything you want. There are so many different options that it will take you a long time to look through everything. But I just did a quick browse and here were some I thought that you might like to use. You can, for instance, add on um, to your Google Docs a thesaurus. So if your child keeps using uh, the same word, let's say they keep saying, this was great, or this was really amazing. You can teach them to go to a thesaurus and find a word that they could use instead to replace the word that they've used over and over again. If you want your children to create poetry, there is a rhyme finder add-on. 
And if your children are perhaps writing some paper where they need to uh, quote Bible verses, there is a Bible verse add-on that you can just put in the verse you want and you can immediately drag it in. So I think you will see that there is a lot more to Google Docs than you may have realized. It is easy to use, but it is also powerful. And it is something that can really streamline the process of you going over and checking and grading your own children's work. If you want to refer to anything that I've mentioned today, just go and check out the show notes. Go to homeschoolingwithtechnology.com and look for episode four and you will find everything you need. If you found this episode useful, please subscribe if you haven't already. Please tell your friends about the podcast and I would love a rating and review if you could just spend a minute to do that. And I hope to see you back here next week again for the next episode of Homeschooling with Technology. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.